everyone. Welcome to another podcast episode of Haystack Nation. I'm your host, Jesse C.S. And thank you so much for that lovely introduction, kiddos. All right. Very excited to be here with everyone today. And uh, we had a very lovely introduction. I'm sitting here also with a lovely person, the one and only Vanessa C.S., when you're supposed to put the little yay. <laughs> the very humble Vanessa Cias. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm glad you uh, joined us. Yeah. Thanks for hanging out, Vanessa. Well, dear. Thankfully, we live in the same home, so <laughs> we're always hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. We are always hanging out. And uh, we had our kids do that introduction. What did you think of their little introduction? It was cute. Let's give them a round of applause there. <laughs> Yay. And then another one for Vanessa. <laughs> All right. Well, we're, uh, we're definitely glad to be here again for another podcast and uh, you know, we've uh, had a good time doing these, and this week we're going to continue our commentary on the Adventist home. And uh, again, thanks for thanks for being here and wanting I'm to filling in. Uh, yeah, I'm feeling well, not filling in. You're part of the team. You're part of the podcast team, but uh, we don't have everyone today like we would normally do or hope to have. Right. So, yeah. So Dwayne and Evanette are are out for this weekend and hopefully they'll join us soon on our next one but we figured we got to keep the show going the show must go on the show must go on uh and uh so we're excited to bring you know a few more topics a few more uh i guess uh continue the conversation continue the dialogue about the adventist home and what it's like to uh have a christian home and what it takes to have a christian home and I think our children did a pretty good job of uh, trying to uh, do this introduction for this podcast. It was very nice to have them uh, give us a little introduction here. So they were really wanting to participate and do a little something. So we gave them a little opportunity to do that, right? Yeah, that's good. Yeah, it worked out. I was a little bit concerned. No. <laughs> you never know what they're going to say. We did True, but we can always stop and record and re-record. No, we don't <laughs> do that. We are we are raw and you know unscripted. But um, so we did several practices for that little introduction. Yes, that's the thing about having kids is you know it's it sounds simple. I'm sure the people that listen will be like, oh, that was so cute. Oh, you know. But they don't understand how many times we did that. You don't understand <laughs> what we went through. It wasn't that bad. <laughs> Just to get them to say a few simple words there. But that's the nature of parenthood, right? It, when your kids behave, uh, you feel very proud of what you've accomplished and what you do as a parent. But a lot of people don't understand what goes behind. Or what goes into What goes into that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so um, we should have caught that on video <laughs> and put that and posted that. But they did a good job when it came down to it. I mean... Considering also that Elijah was having a little bit of a headache and not feeling too well, so he was still willing to do it. He was still willing to do yeah. it, so he he uh, kind of really muscled through it to not literally muscled through it, but 
he, to get his lines right. <laughs> well, you know, he really had to concentrate, make a little extra effort. Yes. Because when you're not feeling good, that it's it's hard to do that. So, thanks, Elijah and Evie. Did we mention that they were our kids? Uh, do we want to claim them as our kids? Yes. <laughs> we probably should. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, those were our kids, uh, Elijah and Evangeline C.S. And so... Uh, again, did a fantastic job. We'll have them back next time for uh, maybe some other uh, they can Episode episodes or maybe Haystack Nation kids. Yeah, well, Evie was the one that was kind of excited about having Haystack Nation kids. Yes, and so we might do that at some point. So hopefully they can join us for that. Hey, you know, one of the things I want to mention before we get into today's uh, conversation, uh, Vanessa, is the. Haystack Nation, uh, the Other Than Haystacks. What, yes. what can you tell us about that, Vanessa? What can you tell us about the Other Than Haystack series? Well, the Other Than Haystack series is basically our series on um, healthy eating. Yeah, healthy eating. Yes. So and we, um, Evanette and I, will find some healthy, quick, easy recipe for us to um, create and make. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have a lot of fun doing that. Yeah, it's a, it's a lot of fun, and mm-hmm. so we capture everything on video. It's like a cooking yes. show. It is a it's a well. Sometimes they're short cooking shows, <laughs> <laughs> but it's very detailed as far as all the ingredients needed, and um, we do put um, the serving sizes mm-hmm. uh, or the measurements of everything on the screen. So it's not like you're having to pause and play to listen to what we said, right? Um, you can follow along. Yes, very easy to follow along. Easy to follow along, and by the time you know you've gone through the whole video, you should be able to prepare the meal as instructed. Yes, and we do have, I believe, some recipes coming up soon that mm-hmm. Evanette and I have been kind of uh, going over that we've tried ourselves first, and we want to make sure that it's easy enough for everyday families, uh, working parents, you know, to... Um, Find a quick and easy healthy Yeah, thanks food. for mentioning that. It's something we've tried first, so that you've tried first. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, well, you don't want to, yeah. uh, you know, a <laughs> little surprise there at the food tasting at the very end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we want everything to go smoothly for the food tasting at the yes. end. And plus, we want everyone that is actually following along and preparing these meals to also know that, yes, they are edible. <laughs> yes, and they are safe. <laughs> I think the last one we did was the egg, uh, the tofu scramble, right? Yeah, uh, the burrito. Yeah. 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 So mm-hmm. if you want to check out some quick and easy, healthy meals that you can prepare at home uh, within a few minutes, you should check out our Other Than Haystack series. And you can find those videos on YouTube. Uh, you can search and um, look for the Haystack Other Than Haystacks or Haystack Nation, and it'll take you right to those videos and you can Spend a few minutes uh, checking them out and trying the recipes and sharing those recipes with other people. Then they are healthy, and that's kind of like the 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 purpose. The focus is to make something that is healthy and consumable <laughs> <laughs> and edible, but also fun. Having fun doing it at the same time, and even your kids can participate. In we do. Preparing. I think we do have one or two recipes that are kid friendly, as far as the kids can get in there and make stuff. So mm-hmm. we do need to work probably some more on that. Yeah, well, and we will. We'll include the kids a little bit more. I think there's one, actually, that Dwayne did actually do with his girls. Yes. It was the waffle. Uh, was the it the waffle? waffle? The cashew waffles. Yeah, the cashew yes. waffles. Um, so, yeah, check it out. Please go and 
and uh, look at those videos if you're interested in just trying to figure out what you can do to start making healthier uh, food choices and sharing it with your family. And yeah, give some feedback. If you do check them out, comment, share, like, give some feedback. And if there's something that you would like to see us attempt to cook, uh, let us know. <laughs> or maybe you We're have all about a, learning. But maybe somebody out there has like a favorite quick and easy healthy recipe they can send in and we can make a little video over it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and we're always on the lookout. You guys are always on the lookout. I mean, you and Evan are the ones that kind of spend the most time uh, searching and looking for new ideas. So, yeah, you guys are always on the lookout for something new. So it'd be good to uh, involve some of our audience and um, be a, to be a part of that. It'd be fun. Yeah. All right. We haven't burned anything yet <laughs> or destroyed any, you know. <laughs> we haven't caused any major destruction to anyone's no. home or kitchen. No, so, or stomachs. Or stomachs, <laughs> as far as we know. <laughs> or stomachs. Good one, Vanessa, good one. Mm-hmm. Um, so we want to continue uh, this conversation about Adventist home and Adventist living, especially mm-hmm. in the home, yes. right? And again, this uh, is a commentary, a conversation that we are having straight out of the book, The Adventist Home by Ellen White. Uh, if you haven't picked up this book or... Uh, you know someone who's mm-hmm. maybe starting a family. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Someone starting a family should definitely look at this, uh, take some time to read this book. But you can be at any stage in your absolutely. parenthood. Yeah, absolutely. To receive, to receive ho- the book or give it to someone. Right. And uh, hopefully, um, I, I would say that the sooner you can read this book, right, mm-hmm. the, the, the more you can practice some of these things and maybe the smoother your home life will be. Um, as you begin, the, the earlier you can start practicing these things, the better. Correct. Because if you wait too long and then it yeah. becomes a little too chaotic in your home or, or maybe you have neglected some of these principles and some of these ideas, mm-hmm. it does get harder, right? I mean, it gets harder later on to try to, it's not impossible. I'm not saying it's impossible, but it right. does, there are more challenges to trying yes. to practice these things later the, on. Yes, the younger your children are, the more you can mold them into, mm-hmm. um, and to like in these guidelines, you yeah. know, so yeah, as they get a little bit older, they have more influences, you know, their school, their friends. Um, so it's good to kind of get that in a little bit earlier, the sooner, the better. Cause they're impressionable and they absorb <laughs> more. They learn more the earlier you're able to do these things again, not impossible if you're doing them later in life or as your kids are older. Uh, but, um, uh, and God can, God can do anything really to uh, turn anyone's life around at any point in time, at any stage in life. But, you know, the earlier you can do this, the better for sure. Well, let's just go through a few uh, passages here, Vanessa, and we'll just comment on them as we (coughs) feel uh, inspired (laughs) to. Um, So I may not, I'm not quite sure exactly where we left off. But I'm thinking I'm going to start here uh, with we, this. I think we, the sweetest type of heaven. We oh, kind of go. got maybe into yeah. like the first okay, we can, line of that. Yeah. But well, let's start there. The sweetest type of heaven is a home where the spirit of the Lord presides. If the will of God is fulfilled, the husband and wife will respect each other and cultivate love and confidence. So in this passage, clearly it says... Um, the, the, the best experience that you can have at home is to invite 
God, invite Jesus to be a part of that home. Yes. And as you invite the presence of God into your home, uh, and again, it comes with also fulfilling God's will, what it says there, the husband and wife will respect each other and cultivate love and confidence. So love and confidence is not something that magically appears out of nowhere. Correct. As we <laughs> well know that. There's, there's a, uh, love and confidence comes with practice and comes with time and comes with certain, uh, you know, behaviors, right, mm-hmm. as, you, as, as you continue in your family life. And it says that that is connected to Jesus being in the home. Yes. So without Jesus, no happy home. Uh, importance of the home atmosphere. The atmosphere surrounding the souls of fathers and mothers fills the whole house and is felt in every department in the home. So how important are mothers and fathers? Very important. I mean, you know, the mom and dad are the most influential people in the home. Correct. And we each have our different roles with our children. And so sometimes, you know... It's a lot harder when you have a single parent to be able to like to fill both of those roles mm-hmm. because I feel like you know uh, mothers are you know they have that nurturing side. Mm-hmm. Um, fathers are probably there more for um, I don't know what would you say like what what is more of your role with the kids. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I guess in our household, I do both: the disciplinarian, <laughs> no, the nurturing. The, yeah, uh, no. Uh, the father, and you know, the father's role is to be kind of like that, um, um, in, the, in the sense, a leader, mm-hmm. and a a firm person, kind of like that firm role. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the father has that has that influence where. You know, we are, we are encouraging, uh, we have that firmness, that uh, assertiveness about us, mm-hmm. um, and it kind of complements, of course, it complements that nurturing, that nurturing side. side. The mothers. Um, and I'm, I mean, <laughs> I think some people nowadays have a problem sometimes with those roles, you know, where you start kind of, I don't want to say designating, but you start kind of identifying some of the you know, strengths that mothers have, strengths that fathers have, you know, in today's world, you know, those aren't always popular, right? But we know that a mother does have that nurturing influence over the children. um, And the father has a firmness that they bring to the home. And those two things complement each other. They complement each other. If you're missing one of those things, um, it does have an impact in the home. Um, and like you said, sometimes having a single parent uh, raising a child or children is very challenging. And uh, for that parent to fulfill all, those all of those roles. roles. And, and I would say it's probably nearly impossible. And a parent kind of does what the best they can do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but something, you know, about having both a mother and father in the home definitely makes a difference in how that uh, and how that home operates and, and, and the influences in that home. And again, you know, what this passage is reminding us is that the the happiness of the home does depend on the the influence and the state of that mother and father in the home. Those two individuals, um, 
you know, the kids are looking to those individuals for, for everything, for every example, Mm -hmm. how you talk, how you behave, you know, what you do. And we, yeah, we have experience in that, oh, yeah. right? Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Sometimes our kids uh, say or repeat something that we've said. Mm-hmm. They are little sponges. And so, I mean, it is very important. And they'll say things word for word. Yes. You know, like sometimes our kids will say stuff and I'm like, oh, that's you. <laughs> that's you right there. You're the one that uses yes. those But you know what? Phrases. Sometimes they will struggle with their <laughs> memory verses and you're like, hmm, really? <laughs> But they will remember what mom said last week or what dad did yesterday. Yeah. And our response and our reactions to the things that they do, you know, uh, does influence the home atmosphere. Yes. Right. It does. And, and I think that's what it's talking about here. You know, it talks about that respect that we show for each other influences, influences the home atmosphere. And our kids also look at that and see, you know, uh, what is happening. And then they start repeating and imitating some of those things yeah Yeah. and again to emphasize that if you are you know in your home and you're wondering well why do my kids act up so much or why do my kids you know not follow my instructions or maybe you're wondering you know why why don't things run a little smoother Mm -hmm. rather than take it out on your kids some Mm self-examination would would be good right Mm -hmm. in other words how am I behaving as a mother or father? What am I doing that could possibly be contributing to mm-hmm. some and of the chaos in the home? And that's just not, I don't think, as us individually, but I think as how we are with one another, like how you and I would talk to each other, how we treat each other. Um, you know, like the next sentence says, to a large extent, parents create the atmosphere of the home circle. And when there is disagreement between father and mother, the children partake of that same spirit. Yeah, that never happens in our home, though. No. We agree on everything. We sure do. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, that actually has happened um, often. And, um, I mean, there's always going to be disagreement. It doesn't mean every disagreement has to be bad. Right. But what it's saying here is that, you know, whenever... Uh, there is that disagreement, you know, depending on how you go about trying to resolve that disagreement, mm-hmm. that's what the kids are going to try, right. are going to see. And that's the same thing they're going to do. Right. And I know we've had our moments, right, where we have disagreed about things. And no, we have not. Was that you? Or was that somebody else I was disagreeing with? <laughs> <laughs> was that just no, in my, we have was I disagreeing with myself? years of wonderful bliss with no argument. Happiness and. Yes. Yeah. Peace. Well, I don't know what world you're living in. <laughs> you must really tune me out whenever we're having some kind of oh, disagreement. Oh, yeah, it's been great for me. <laughs> um, oh, well, now I know how you cope with that. Mm-hmm. Um, no, but when we have our disagreements, I know that we have had disagreements where, uh, you know, our kids look at us like, what are you doing? Yeah. Stop. Yes. I've yeah. Had, I think I've had times when Elijah has said, Dad, stop yelling. Yes. I was going to say our kids have even sometimes spoken up uh, in some of our disagreements. And uh, that's an eye opener to realize that your children understand like some, this is not right. Like you don't, you shouldn't be talking to one another like this or, you know, and they're little. I mean, yeah, we're talking four and seven. Yeah. I mean, I mean, even younger, even even younger, you know, I mean, you know, earlier. um, And so, I mean, that's, 
it really is eye-opening to realize that your children are watching. Even sometimes when you're heated in a discussion mm-hmm. and you don't realize that you, either your voice has gotten louder or you're being, um, you know, ugly, a little bit ugly sometimes. You know, sometimes arguments can get a little bit dirty. Yeah, you know? they can. And not saying that. You, you are know, a dirty fighter. <laughs> well, thank you for putting that out there for everyone. <laughs> Watch out. Don't argue with Vanessa. She fights dirty. No. Um, but, you know, for your children to, to realize that and to, to know and to even get your attention to say, hey, mom, you know, why are you yelling or mm-hmm. why are you, you know, whatever. It's, uh, it just makes you realize that they are watching and paying attention to everything yeah. that you're saying and doing and how you are treating each other. And then that sometimes... In, they um, see that, and that's how they treat either their siblings or their friends. And, you know. Yeah. Well, I, and, you know, and uh, we have we have Evie right now. She's actually coming up and trying to get our attention. So we'll let Mommy take care of that for now. But, you know, there 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 is that, you know, um, again, we don't always exercise the spirit that we should when it comes to certain interactions that we have as mom and dad right and we get called out by our kids and it is a reality check it's Mm kind of like hey and that's interesting I mean and sad to a certain extent that our kids have to bring it to our attention rather than us as adults right being able to say hey wait a minute I think I might be raising my voice hey wait a minute I might not be saying the right things or Mm -hmm. maybe we don't we don't evaluate ourselves right but our Mm -hmm. children are there to evaluate us and and a lot of times they're right Yes. And so that does impact us as, mm-hmm. as parents, but we want to cultivate a, a, a different kind of spirit, right? Where mm-hmm. if we do have a disagreement, again, disagreements don't have to be bad things. You know, no. a, a disagreement can be a very healthy thing when it's, when it's done in, a, in its proper way. You know, right. if you express a certain idea and I express a different idea and we disagree about that, you know, we f- try to figure out how to best come to an, uh, a, a better agreement or how to respect each other's views. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times in a home is we become very reactive when the other person has a different idea or a different point of view. And rather than try to seek some kind of a common ground or try to figure out how to resolve it, you know, we want to stand or defend our position. Mm-hmm. And what happens is as we defend our position, then the other person also reacts to our defending our position with defending their own position and right. all you do is go back and, and forth and yeah. start arguing and then the kids you know and the other thing the other important thing to also remember is that sometimes you think that uh it's just a conversation or it's just an argument between me and mom but you're thinking to yourself or you're maybe saying well my kids are in the other room or my kids are somewhere else they're not around yes. here and so you just think that you're not being watched or being heard the reality is when you're in a heated discussion or argument, your voice is raised and your kids may be somewhere else, but they can listen and they can hear what's going on. Mm-hmm. You know, so don't ever, don't ever, you know, I guess deceive yourself or don't ever think that your kids are or not paying attention. paying attention to what you're doing just because they're not physically there um, in front of you. So again, uh, so what do we do then? It says the next, the next passage says, make your home atmosphere fragrant with tender thoughtfulness, not with <laughs> scented candles. <laughs> uh-uh. 
or uh, what do you call those things that you, the, the Glade plug-in? Oh, yes. You know, that we have all over the house? Yes, because they have a fragrance called Tender Thoughtfulness, if anybody's. Do they really? No. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that could be a new fragrance though, right? Uh, it oh, like oh, automatically what? changes people like, you know, oh, what's that smell? You forget about what you're you arguing about. <laughs> wow, Vanessa, that would be a very cool, uh, very cool deal there. You should work on that. You should patent that. A fragrance that changes your attitude. <laughs> well, you know, there is aromatherapy that's supposed to kind of help you, you know, relieve stress and tension. Yes. You know, hey, there's, here's another idea. Maybe if you and your uh, spouse are arguing about something, light a candle. Um, okay. Introduce some <laughs> fragrance and then you start thinking, to, you know, what you are know we what? arguing about? Why are we fighting? Let's let's sit here and let's, smell this candle. Yeah, let's light a candle. Of the candle of what is it? Lo- tender, tender tenderness thoughtfulness. and thoughtfulness. Tender thoughtfulness. Yes. Let's light the candle of tender thoughtfulness and just <laughs> smell it for a while. Oh gosh. Okay. <laughs> that that should actually be an actual uh, the the name of an actual scent. Thoughtful tenderness. Thoughtful tenderness hmm. or tender thoughtfulness. Oh yeah. Right. Uh, but it does encourage us to make the home a fragrant place. Yes. And one thing we do get complimented on when people come to our home is how it good our home nice. smells. Yeah. What's that smell? It's, uh, tender, tender thoughtfulness. thoughtfulness. Ooh, that's how I'm going to start replying. <laughs> <laughs> What's that smell? Tender thoughtfulness. Oh my goodness. <laughs> it's magical. It's magical. Don't you feel the difference already? <laughs> Um, uh, so it says if, and here's the, here's the important thing. If you have become estranged and have failed to be Bible Christians, which, Hey, that it happens. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think we talked about this in our last podcast. It's a journey. It's a journey. And I think Dwayne pointed out, we're just humans. Yes. We're just, we're, we're people just like everyone else. So yes. are we going to fail in our family life? Yeah, we're going to fail. Are we maybe, maybe. Uh, we've become estranged. Maybe we've grown apart, you know. So these scenarios, these things happen in our lives. Uh, it doesn't mean that we can't we can't get back on track and we can't get back to having uh, a spirit of thoughtfulness and tenderness or cultivating it, right? So even here it says, um, if you have become estranged and have failed to be Bible Christians, be converted, for the character you bear in probationary time will be the character you will have at the coming of Christ. And what it's basically saying here is that if you're realizing and recognizing, right, that maybe I haven't lived up to those standards, you know, mm-hmm. maybe as a parent I have been harsh and I have been hard and I have created tension, you know, in my home or conflict in my home, and maybe it's estranged the relationship between me and my wife or me and my children, right, mm-hmm. which is sad, and we know that. People, that happens. That happens, yeah. It says be converted. What what does that mean, be converted? You know, to me it's like making a, a change, change, right? Yes. You, you Ooh. I was like synchronized. Yeah. Very magical. See, See we don't have any issues. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, we don't have any issues at all whatsoever. <laughs> Um, we think alike all the time. We sure do. And we finish we finish each other's sentences. That's how in sync we are. Chirp. 
Okay, so then it says be converted. So so change, right? I mean, mm-hmm. take some time to really examine yourself and and change and be converted. Now, this conversion is not talking about just by your own willpower will you be converted. Correct. Um, this conversion process it really requires that relationship with Jesus, that relationship with God. As he sh- as he shows you your own defects and he shows you your own shortcomings, mm-hmm. you come to him and you really are sincere and authentic and you say, Lord, I've really messed up. I realize where my defects are. I realize where my shortcomings are or my mistakes have been. Mm-hmm. And we ask for that forgiveness and we enter into that relationship with Jesus. Then he has a power to soften us. You know, he has a power to soften our hearts and to remind us of what's important. Right. Right. And so that's the conversion that it's talking about here. It's that relationship with Jesus that you can find and you can enter into that will give you peace, that will give you clarity, that will soften your heart, that will give you the motivation and the initiative to want to go and and resolve or uh, fix or reconnect with the people that maybe you have, you've estranged or you have uh, pushed aside. Mm-hmm. Um. And, it's, and it talks about developing character, right? Um, if you would be a saint in heaven, it says you must first be a saint on earth. Yes. Well, that's a high standard. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's a very high standard. But it's something that we strive to work for every day. Yeah. Um, especially in our home, you know. I think that sometimes I have to, when I've had a hard week, you know, it's, and I mm. l- lose my patience with my children, um, you know, I've had to like, I've had to go back to them, you know, and apologize and say, you know, mom should have not yelled at you like that, or I should have not handled that situation like that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's something hard for me to do as a parent too. I'm having to come to my child, (laughs) you know, and say, you know, I'm sorry. I, I shouldn't have yelled at you like that. Mm -hmm. Or I shouldn't have handled things the way I did. Can you please forgive me? Yep. And you know, that comes with, um, I think having God in our home, making that time, you know, I know that in the mornings, you and the kids pray every morning. Mm-hmm. Um, not that I don't. I'm just not here with them. <laughs> yeah, Vanessa early, chooses not to pray with us. Yes. I don't need that stuff. <laughs> no, she just no, you're just I'm up just, really early in the I'm, morning. Yes, I'm always yeah. gone before you guys You're gone you before we are. get up. But, you know, right. every evening we mm-hmm. always mm-hmm. Um, close, close the evening with a Bible story and prayer uh, and have that time with our families yeah. um, or with our family. Mm-hmm. So... You know, I think because we create that kind of, um, I don't want to say routine, Mm -hmm. because I don't want it to sound like it's just, oh, we just do this just because. But we understand the importance of inviting God in in the morning and then also being with us in the evening and, you know, thanking him for everything throughout the day. And I think just doing that is what helps me sometimes realize um, how I am parenting my children. Uh, because like you said, we can't 
make those changes ourselves. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I think in those moments, sometimes God is saying, Vanessa, you know, you don't have to yell, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and then I also realized, too, my children handle uh, the discipline side of it in different ways. So I know that like with my son, yelling at him does not help. It actually makes the situation worse. And I have to always think about that and remember that. And and, and, and that's true because I I catch myself, especially with him, you know, I catch myself like, okay, I have to be softer. I have to talk in a tone that is clear, concise, but also um, a tone that is, I want I wouldn't say necessarily like soft, no. but, but he does not respond. Not harsh, you yes, know. He yeah. does not respond well to that. And he actually kind of shuts down. He does. And so I have realized that sometimes when I do. Well, wouldn't you shut down if someone did that to you? Yes. Well, and you know, you put yourself in those positions <laughs> right. too. And you, right. you th- I just start thinking like, you know, my job is to teach them. Mm-hmm. And so if they're doing something that, um, that I don't agree with or that they shouldn't be doing because it's going to be harmful or whatever, you know, it's my job to teach them that. And for Mm -hmm. me to just automatically start yelling instead of explaining why we are not doing something, why we are not choosing to do this or partake in that Mm -hmm. or, uh, you know, just whatever example, like hitting your sister, Mm -hmm. you know, or whatever, screaming at her, you know, and I've caught my son doing that. And I've realized that, you know, ma- he maybe sees, you know, me doing that. And he thinks that that's how you handle situations. And so right. it's really made me notice and think about how I am reacting to my children yeah. when they're misbehaving. Well, you know, and what important, going back to what you said earlier about apologizing to our children. It's one of the most, I think, one of the most uh, influential things you could, you could do for your children. Because they see that when you make a mistake, you can have, you can go back and you can apologize. Mm-hmm. Um, they learn that from their parents. Mm-hmm. You know, the 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 ability to go back, acknowledge your mistake, take ownership, mm-hmm. and apologize. If 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 a parent can teach that, can not just teach that, but demonstrate that to a mm-hmm. child, that stays with them. Yeah, you know, and and I think it's one of the most uh, crucial parts of parenting your children because there is let's face it there is a a a major power difference between a child and a parent yes major power difference in other words parents can sometimes even abuse that power you know and so to come back and to be able to say to a child i'm sorry that's huge Mm -hmm. you know because of that power difference yes you know and 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 i had to explain that to elijah you know i'm like sometimes mom and dads can make mistakes Mm mm-hmm but mom and dad should also come back and apologize for those mistakes. Yeah. And so, you know, I mean. And the impact it has on the child is yeah. pretty significant, I think. You know, uh, and sometimes you may not even realize that till later in life. Yes. But just the, the, the ability to do that and the consciousness, the awareness of for a parent to be able to do that is really important, especially for a child's confidence. Yes. You know, definitely for a child's confidence. So, um. Well, Vanessa, it sounds like, you know, you're on the right track for your sainthood. Um, so, <laughs> uh, Mother let's, Vanessa. Uh-huh. <laughs> Good job. 
Well, next time when Wait. I'm on with you, you'll have to introduce me as Mother Vanessa. Mother Vanessa. <laughs> St. Vanessa, St. Mother <laughs> Vanessa. Very humble. Here. Well, it's, Very it's, humble. it's more than what I can say for myself. I have work to do. <laughs> actually, I don't I've got know. Work to do. I think you're actually way ahead of me on this. I don't in know about some, that. In some ways, why not? Well, I, I, I just don't, I, I don't see it. But, you know, I, I would say that both of us are probably on this journey together and I mean, I do appreciate that you see me as a saint or on the, on the path to sainthood. You're getting there. <laughs> I'm getting there. <laughs> I don't know that I'm necessarily ahead of you. I, I, I think I learn a lot from what you do in the home. Well, I think and I learn I, a lot from you. Well, well, that's very, that's Aww. so nice, Vanessa. Oh, that's, a, that's the nicest thing we've said about each other in the last week or two. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Maybe the last month. I don't know. Um, no, but th- I mean, that's encouraging. I, I appreciate that. Huh? That's well, very I nice. think that you and I both try, you know, we read um, and we try to be the best parents that we can. And we are trying to teach our children, you know, principles and values and teach them about morals, you know, and we work very hard at that because we know that this world's also getting harder. Yeah. And that. We need to start now, as young as they are, you know, molding them and teaching them, mm-hmm. um, you know, the importance of having a relationship with God and how we treat other people and um, pretty much the golden rule, too, mm-hmm. you know. Um, yeah. And so I think we, we do put a lot into uh, thinking about how we're raising our children. Yeah. We discuss it a lot. You know, even sometimes how we choose to discipline them, we discuss it. And um, I think, you know, we're, we're, um, we try to be a team. We do. You know, and you're right. We do have a lot of conversations and a lot of dialogue about, you know, a lot of, I, w- I would say, and this is not gloating or boasting, but, you know, we, we try our best to do a lot of self-examination too. You know, yes. uh, how am I doing as a parent? You know, how am I doing as a person? First mm-hmm. of all, right? I mean, not just a parent, but a person. And I think that there's so much, there's so much gr- opportunity for growth when you have a family, and and growth in a way that we can't experience in any other in any other way. Mm-hmm. When you have children, when you're a parent, when you have those responsibilities, you grow in life in a way that you just can't have anywhere else. You can't have this kind of growth at work, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> you can't have this kind of growth. I would say even as a single person. You know, you can't have this kind of growth. Um, and you can't have this kind of growth really with, you know, at church necessarily, you know. I mean, you can experience some of that growth at church. But there is something special, and I would, and I would dare say this. There is something special about growing as an individual, as a person, in the context of raising children and a family. Oh, yeah. It's that you cannot have anywhere else because... Right. That does force you to look at yourself as a person. It forces you to look at yourself as a parent. You are having a direct impact and influence over these little people. That was always something that was very scary to me when I first found out I was having um, Elijah was that, oh, my gosh, I'm going to be responsible for how this person turns out. Yeah. I... You were scared. I was scared. (laughs) I'm like, am I equipped to be a parent? (laughs) You know, and you just have to think about sometimes, you know, in situations, um, 
you kind of have to. I thought about the same thing too. Are you really equipped for? Are you really up for this, (laughs) Vanessa? (laughs) Well, sometimes I still feel like I'm not. (laughs) But you know, like God is our example. Mm -hmm. You know, and the thing is, is in our lives and as a parent, we need to mimic God's, um, His character and how He treats us. And sometimes I have to think about that, like you know, all the mistakes that I've made in my life, God has never yelled at me. (laughs) Yes, struck you you down a few times. (laughs) (laughs) To teach lessons? Yes. Yes. (laughs) But he's always been very patient. I'm kidding. Very loving, very understanding. And, um, absolutely. You know, it's just, you have, we have to do those same things with our children because, for him, you know, he's watching us grow mm-hmm. and he's trying to build our character as we're growing. Mm-hmm. And we need to do the same thing with our children. And we've got to remember, you know, like, oh my goodness, like this is what God goes through when we have a rebellious child sometimes, you know, it's <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, um, go ahead. No, uh, yeah, yeah, I, I, you know, you're absolutely right. The, the responsibility of a parent, um, I think what I'm taking away from this conversation is that we have a duty as parents Mm -hmm. to be converted and to make a transformation in our own lives. Mm -hmm. That I think that is the most significant duty as a parent, a father and a mother. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what I'm taking away from this conversation because I think we, 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 we tend to ignore that or neglect that. Right. Mm -hmm. Or we tend sometimes to even neglect ourselves for the sake of our children Right. Oh, I need to teach my my child how to behave. I need to teach him how to do this and how to, you know, we need to teach him about God. But in the meantime, am I, am I really focusing on my spiritual needs? Mm -hmm. And I'm not talking about selfishness. I'm talking about being selfish here. I'm talking about the the, the responsibility weighs on me, right. Mm -hmm. To have a transformation occur in my own life. Mm -hmm. If I want to be an effective parent and I want to be able to teach my children how to be, responsible, effective, unselfish, spiritual children, I got to be the same way. Right. It, it, it demands a transformation right. on my part. Yes. It's, it's basically just saying like, um, you know, you want to, you, somebody who wants to be a math expert or a mathematician, whatever. Never you know, my <laughs> calling in life, Vanessa. Mine either. <laughs> but the thing is, is that you go and you learn as much as you can about it so you can be really good at it before you can go and teach someone else. Yeah. And so that's basically what you're saying is yeah. that we need to, um, you know, have that transformation in our lives. We need to look at ourselves and start working on those little uh, flaws in ourselves so that we can teach our children, you know, mm-hmm. um, and be the experts in those right. in those areas. And I'll kind of end with this. Uh, you can we can kind of, uh, you know, kind of wrap it up since we are kind of run out of time here. Okay. But, you know, here's here's something to, to think about. Um, the work of transformation must be done now. Yes. Our daily lives are determining our destiny. Transformation now. You can't wait for heaven, right? To be transformed. To be transformed. Mm-hmm. It ain't going to happen that way, you know. And it, actually, the previous passage does talk about how our character that we right. develop here is the character that we take yes. to heaven with us, right? So if we're just being, you know lazy or neglectful we can't just think oh when god gets here he'll make me better it'll be hunky-dory yes right 
Oh, when, when Jesus comes, then my family, all the, my family problems will be resolved. Nope. Not the way it works. <laughs> Ask the Lord to help you now, right? Right. To be transformed, to be converted, and carry out your, your responsibilities as a parent uh, the, in the best manner and the best way possible. Does that sound too... Uh, like sermony, like no. too preachy. To, we're not trying to preach at people, right? We're not trying no. to. Tell we're just giving what our experiences do. and what we're learning as parents. Yeah, yeah, and and I think that's that's the main one that I've. I'm still learning the whole conversion transformation thing. I think it's gonna be something we're constantly working at. Yeah, constantly working. We're at. always, you know, trying to strive to to that perfection. Yeah, but not by ourselves. Correct. We do Correct. that with Jesus by our side, and like we started off this conversation, the main person in our home should be Jesus and God and we should make him the, the center the center of all thank you Vanessa You're welcome Jesse that was very very thoughtful and tender discussion conversation <laughs> all we need to do now is translate this into our everyday lives <laughs> yeah <laughs> Elijah and Evie <laughs> <laughs> thanks thanks Vanessa thanks hon for uh sharing all these thoughts with us yeah and it was fun thank you to our audience for joining us for another podcast episode of asac nation and we'll see you guys back here next time god bless